We rolling? Yes. I'm gay now and I have diarrhea. You see what <laughs> Utah did to me? I mean, Las Vegas. Where the f was I? It's all a blur. I'm wearing dollar underwear and I regret it. You guys ever get your underwear at the dollar store? No. I was asking the audience. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. <laughs> there is no audience. No, I bought one pair of $1 underwear and, uh, from Ross, not the dollar store. I was lying. <laughs> it was on clearance, and I was like, it's a dollar. And now I want my money back. <laughs> Fucking Ross. Hang on, we got a new podcast sign. And and this color is way better. It's still not a match, so maybe we get an artist, artist paint it. Does it need the black speckles? The speckles? No, it no. doesn't. I will just leave it. You it know? looks really nice. Yeah, it looks great. You know, life doesn't always go smoothly. Let me get this guy. Let me plug him because he hooked it up. Jake. Jake. Uh, his last name, Jake Podcast Sign Guy. <laughs> Anyways, his, uh, his company is called StructureSupplyCo.com. He makes all sorts of shit. This fool reached out. He saved me because, as you can see, this fucking, this fucking, is that in the shot? Is that in the shot? Yeah. This fucking, I'm gonna burn that. I have animosity towards that <laughs> sign. First of all, thank you, Hunter Holt. He donated money to buy a sign, and then we bought that hunk of junk. But I did get that severely discount because the artist was like it's not what you wanted and i was like yeah and i was i didn't want to pay him half so with the money hunter donated we got both signs okay it was supposed to be just one sign correctly but you know how that goes this thing's wood <laughs> real strong made of wood real strong take my strong hand child and i stuffed the shit out of it it's scary movie references everybody <laughs> i'm not into that dark shit I don't understand these people. Well, I do understand because things change. We're just, uh, I asked Lachlan, I'm all over the place. I had espresso right before this, but it all <laughs> makes sense. I asked Lachlan Patterson, my dear friend, a brilliant comic. I love that dude, uh, to do my podcast. He couldn't today, but he's doing it next week. Wake. Hmm. Next week. He's, uh, anyways, he was talking about the doctor. And we'll get to his stories. I don't want to ruin it for the next week, but, uh, it's just funny because he said that brilliant line, we're all just one doctor visit away from some weird kinks because it's time for him to get, you know, his little his booty hole checked. And I was like, yeah, I know what you mean because I had to shove shit down my dick hole. And in the beginning, I'd cry emotional. And then towards the end, I'd get a boner. I'd be like, yeah, you take that, you dick. I fucked my own dick hole with a catheter because I'm a man. You ain't a man unless you fuck your own dick hole. Q-tip with a little Neosporin will suffice. You're gonna have, I already said this, but you're gonna have whiskers coming out your dick and look like a Fu Manchu. You be like this, <laughs> Fu Manchu. Hey ladies, what's up? You like whisker dick hole? Oh, whiskers. 
<laughs> you guys are nuts. <laughs> This is good. Organic. <laughs> Kirkland. Kirkland. I get my kombucha on wholesale. You guys and your health aid designer brands, I'll take the bootleg. I'll take that bathtub kombucha any day of the week. <laughs> you putting mushrooms in your bathtub with your labia, I'll drink it. Nutsack, I don't give a fuck. I don't like dick, but if you dip your nuts in your kombucha bathtub aid. What is the aliens invading right now? What is that noise? Did you hear that? Yeah. Sounds like the shit I took earlier. <laughs> I have diarrhea. I already said that. All right, that's it. That's the pod. I'm out of energy. <laughs> My life was in shambles, but it appears things are going to be okay. It just takes opening your heart and your pants. <laughs> 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 life's hard you know what are you gonna do cry about everything so what you don't have any money you don't have a girl or a or a or a man that sucks i would be sad too i would be sad <laughs> i'm just kidding just go in the sun turn here's was here's the secret to life turn off the tv go outside and put your dick in the soil you already know this i've said this <laughs> many of times get the minerals and if you don't have a dick well good thing there's science you can fix that you can fix that just change your mind ah i'm so nuts i just got fireworks fucking mushrooms and weed on in my dresser and the drawer in the drawer i went from Utah to Las Vegas, never came home. I was gone like two weeks. It's a long time. Yeah. But I'm gonna tell you. You know. I could, I could, I could be a sinner in Las Vegas. I could, you, you could do anything. You just walk down the strip, and they're just like, "Hey, Daddy, you want some <laughs> of this?" And you're like, "Yes, yes, I do." Oh, $500? Oh, no, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't, Miss Hooker. <laughs> Mrs. Hooker, that was her name. She was married. Married to the game. I did not get a hooker. I thought about it. I thought about it, but I didn't want to give half my pay away. Or some... Glorious titties. I don't care if another man may have suckled them before me. That's what <laughs> mints are for. You put a little mint in your mouth and that salted titty ain't so salty anymore. It's hot outside. They got them salty hooker titties. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, no wonder I'm not on TV. Well, Craig, you, you were going to be on NBC, but we, we went through your archives and you're talking about sucking salted hooker titties. <laughs> That's how the executives sound. <laughs> oh, we're going to put you on TV. But you were funny and you spoke the truth. We don't want no truth over here. We want you to be perfect. Never made a mistake. Do you know Jesus Christ? <laughs> we would book him. Buddha? Because That's it, motherfuckers. We're all <laughs> fucked up. 
we're all fucked up. So what? You, you fucking whack off in a public place, you know? What's the big deal? <laughs> <laughs> Jokes. I've never done that. Jesus, somebody's out there. He just, this guy's a monster. <laughs> I've whacked it in my car on my lunch break, but that was in the privacy of my own car. <laughs> on the lonely I used to drink warm beer in my car on my lunch break <laughs> you guys ever just buy a case of beer and leave it in your car and drink it on your lunch break because mm. you're depressed and in dark places maybe pop some oxycontin too but guess what <laughs> when you come back from lunch you're feeling good aren't you you're not so depressed anymore aren't you then it wears off and you want to kill yourself <laughs> so you just do more it's the vicious cycle of being a drug addict. I can't believe that. I used to drink warm beer in my car on my lunch break. And then I'd get off work and I'd drink the whole drive home. I'm not proud of my actions, everybody. So go ahead and judge, you fucking cock bitch. I did what I had to do. I was sad and suicidal. That's when I was corporate. I was selling home loans. Oh, yeah. I was slinging mortgages. Bro, let me tell you, that's when I got arrested and I came, was it? I don't remember. No, that was Trader Joe's. That was a bunch of arrests. I got arrested. At... You shit your pants at that job, I right? shit my pants on casual Friday in shorts, wearing <laughs> boxers in it. Black shit squirted on the rug, and I was like, oh, no. That was me. Sorry, American home loans. <laughs> You guys going to get your carpet steam clean anytime soon? <laughs> that would be wise. That would be wise. So it was some sort of uh, executive bathroom that the boss man had. And there was a shower in it, thank God. So I took a shower at work, but it wasn't, it was for the boss. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> so I'm showering, washing my spicy, coked up, diarrhea shit asshole. Threw my <laughs> underwear away, stained my shorts. You know the story. I called. I didn't call. I texted my buddy because we carpooled, and he drove that day. I was like, "Hey, let me get your car. I gotta go to lunch. I'm starving, you know." But really, I wanted to go buy shorts because I got shit stains on my shorts at work, and it's embarrassing. And then, and then he's like, "No, like, why? We go to lunch every day, like we've been doing for three, four months, you know." And then I was like, "Give me the keys," and he's like, "No." And I was like, "I shit my pants. I need to go buy some shorts." And then he told everybody. And then I quit. I quit. I was like, I can't live with this. I can't live with this poopoo shame. Didn't he do like an email blast? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he said, Craig shit his pants. Look at his shorts. <laughs> and I quit. <laughs> I have dignity. I can only take so much. There's this little thing called integrity. When you're shopping for hookers, <laughs> you make sure you have integrity. You just don't go buying the first one. <laughs> I don't want that ratchet shit. Give me the high-end hooker. Oh, you're $2,000? Okay, I'll take the ratchet. I'll take the ratchet. <laughs> I'll take a ratchet set if I have to. We're all fucking nuts. I've only ate... You can't talk like this anymore. I hit my tooth. Ugh. <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> That was a pivotal shitting of the pants for you. Like, that started the whole trajectory to where you are right now. Yes. You see? 
God has a plan for everyone. There's a silver lining in everything. Some say brown lining, some say silver. Mine was black. That particular day, I was very unhealthy and I had black shit. Duck shit is black. I got duck shit on my hand golfing with my father and it stained my hand for three days. I was like, what the fuck? I laid my putter in some duck shit. I recently went golfing and it was fun. I went with Sadie and her pops to Palace Verdes and... uh and I wanted to get back into golfing. My white roots are coming out, you know. <laughs> and uh, and then I said, hey, Dad, where's my golf clubs? He said, oh, I sold them. <laughs> he sold my golf clubs that he gave me. They were black cats. They were a good set. So you fucking bastard. <laughs> this old piece of shit. <laughs> I got to get my dad on my podcast. I'm kind of scared. Maybe some edits. It'll, we'll have to do some editing. I'll get him with my sisters. We'll get it. We'll get it done next week. I'm worrying his heart. You know, he's <laughs> old. Got to get it done. You know, I'm gonna get all his guns when he dies. Though that's pretty cool. <laughs> God, it's like he has six guns. Are you sad your dad died? No, I get his guns. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm not a monster. I obviously love my daddy. That's for the basketball, daddy. No, we have a great relationship now. I highly recommend all fathers to go through a couple heart surgeries and mortality sets in because then they sing a different tune and they're kind to their children. That's if they're kind of a raging asshole for the first 50 years or so. <laughs> Only 50. He came around. He's still feisty, though. He's so nuts. It's so, I love it, though. He's like, oh, God damn it. He bought a book. How to use your gun legally and get away with it. <laughs> Some shit like that. And I was like, God, I love you, Dad. You're a fucking gangster, bro. Just buys all these illegal guns and then buys a book, <laughs> How to Get Away With It, you know? Crazy. He's crazy. I'm very happy that my daddy was my daddy, though, because I, I already said this. I ain't no bitch, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, are you... You get knocked out. You get your face stomped. Did you see me pressing charges? No. <laughs> Them's the streets. So what? I can't chew right for a week. <laughs> and my whole mouth's all fucked up. That's life. That's life. You get you get them. You get, you get a little... Get them in a dark alley or you let it be. You know? Officer, this guy. Fuck that. Call your boys up. Nothing like assaulting a man in a dark alley. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he had it coming though. It's not just it's not just an innocent man. Is that he had like he fucked my girl or I fucked his girl, and I gotta prove a point. <laughs> no, that happened once. I fucked this dude's girlfriend, but it wasn't my fault. Everyone was hitting it. Everyone was. I just got caught, and then he knocked me out, and my and he punched me so hard. I t I think I said this. My upper up top back molar he cracked the inside of the tooth <laughs> off inside and i just woke up in the bouncer's arm at the bar in hermosa and it was like a movie it was like every movie you ever seen and i was just like what happened he didn't say you got knocked the fuck out like uh smoky and friday but he said you got knocked out bro and i was like oh and i just spit my tooth out or swallowed it i feel like i spit it out i remember going the fuck's that? My tooth. 
<laughs> it was a bit hazy. I was drunk and just was waking up from a knockout. He threw a haymaker. He got me on the button. Yikes. I wasn't even looking. I was ordering a beer. He sucker punched me. My homie, Sean, was real cool. Sean Crazy Sean from yeah. the podcast. He's like, all right. Because I felt like we he would have beat me up or we would have fought. Um, be, we never fought because I had a group of rowdy friends and he had a group of rowdy friends. And we were all kind of mutual friends, you know. And I, and he knew if he attacked me, like my boys would jump in and then their boy, And it would be a big, nasty brawl. But we all were like friends, so we would be fighting friends, you know, like cokehead adjacent. We've been, <laughs> we were all cokeheads. We'd go to the bathroom together. So we're all homies, but we're coke homies. So it's not like, it's not with blood, you know. <laughs> it could change real quick. And so that's how it never happened. But he came to the bar, and I was with a girl, and I was by myself, and I didn't have my boys with me, and he had his boys. And I knew, but I was fucked up. This is why alcohol is the devil. I was like, oh, fuck, I should get out of here. It's not safe here. He's going to beat me up because I fucked this girl. <laughs> and then sure enough, I was like, nah, it'll be fine. And then I went to order a pitcher of beer, and I got sucker punched right here, haymaker, woke up in the bouncer's arm, spit my tooth out. My homie Sean made us shake hands. He's like, this is done. And then he said, I'm sorry I knocked you. I was like, I'm sorry I did you, girl. And then I, and then I walked home like this, just like this. <laughs> They're like, you want to ride? I'm like, no, I'm walking. I'm walking. I need to be alone with my thoughts, repent from my sins, and learn from my mistakes. <laughs> so now I ask, like, if I'm hitting on a girl, I said, do you have a boyfriend? Hmm? <laughs> Ma, this whole tooth, don't forget. <laughs> so now it's on them. They're like, yes, I do. Okay, see you later. I'm not, I'm not losing this tooth. <laughs> I'm not losing that tooth. I'm good. It also uh, lets them know that you're attracted to them yeah you got a boyfriend no well <laughs> yeah hey, how about this ah? they go no i go oh okay i'll see you later i've talked about this before but i've never understood the eager beaver dudes it's like yeah you know we all gotta everyone we 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 love love so we're hitting on each other and whatnot but you go, hey, what's up, girl? You want to do this? No. Okay, see you later. There's guys that just keep going. You're like, hey, she's not interested. Move along, you dumb fuck. There's six billion people on this planet. Go stick your dick in another fish. <laughs> fish, 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 fish. What is going on out there? <laughs> is there a sander on my window right now? <laughs> Jesus Christ, is this coming in the audio? A little bit, yeah. Okay, because half put the... It's easy to be funny and talk about the podcast when there's a fucking Jesus. It feels like remember those old uh, exercise machines that you stand on, you put the belt on and it vibrates. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck was that? That was like some I love Lucy. Shed the pounds, Fred. Put the little belt on your hips. It did nothing. Just shook your fat and made you feel worse about yourself. That's what it feels like my home is in right now. Just shaking the chunky monkey. Chaka-ta-taka monkey. So I did Jordan's Landing before Las Vegas. Utah, you were fire. I hung out with the homie JD, and he took me uh, uh, four by four. 
Oh. For by foreign? <laughs> I'll send you the videos. I got lots of videos. He said he was going to add me a video, and then he never did. Fuck you, JD. Look at this shit. Burnt. Say what's up, Jacob. Hey. What's up? We out here four by fouring. Oh. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to do that. I'm just kidding. I love you. Thanks for the four <laughs> by fours. Uh, cool dude. Great dude. Uh, I'm going to say his last name wrong, but it's like J.D. Fagan. Fagan. Huh. <laughs> yeah, that's his name. J.D. Fagan Jr. He hates his father. <laughs> Get over it, J.D. Let go. Let go. Uh, I don't know if you wanted me to talk about this, but <laughs> thanks for opening up to me on the 4x4s. <laughs> Something floating in there. It's the mother. Looks like the mother. What Isn't mother? that what it's called? What? Like the, the, the goop in the kombucha? Looks like a mushroom I threw in to <laughs> soak up the microdosing you know what i'm saying <laughs> you guys ever put a microdose in the kombucha and then record a podcast <laughs> yeah me neither <laughs> it's good for my cataracts give me for my cataracts <laughs> ah r.i.p bernie mac god damn it i wish i saw him live that guy was the best goddamn shit this motherfucker um i was watching bernie mac show bloopers mm -hmm. and he was one of him in the grocery store and uh, he he was yelling at a little kid, and then he pretends he does like a fake power bomb and like DDTs the kid. <laughs> uh, obviously, wasn't in the script, but it was. Uh, I think I'm gonna vomit now. <laughs> when the shrooms are kicking in, <clears throat> I'm fine. <laughs> it's food poisoning. Let it out. You'll have a better trip. It also feels as soon as you puke on mushrooms it kicks in 10 times harder hmm. release i will circumcise the demons i thought <laughs> i thought i grew up with ace ventura and i watched it and i, I could quote it till the cows come home he says i will exercise the demons and I thought he said circumcise the demons. <laughs> and I've been saying circumcise for 20 years now. And it wasn't until Sadie corrected me. She's like, it's exercise. And I was like, oh, no. Like, me, you know, I called you the wrong name for a decade. <laughs> You're just so fucking nice. You didn't correct me. Come on, bro. I thought I had a nickname. No, I, I don't. It wasn't a good nickname, but. It's funny. <laughs> Here's what trips me about about me and my brain. I saw your name on the log, mm -hmm. and I go, oh, they must have done it wrong. <laughs> I I promise you I thought that. You know what I mean? Yeah. What? <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, his fucking, you know, birth certificate name printed on the goddamn log is wrong, and I'm right. 
<laughs> and I'm right. Unbelievable. I'm like, oh, well, that makes sense. <laughs> Fucking dumb, dumb, dude. And there was this fool named Bryce in Utah. He kept giving me joints. God bless you, Bryce. Guy had a tan on him. What you going in there? You going in? You laying in the beds like Donald Trump? I said, Donald, did you hear that? <laughs> you laying in the tan beds? Um. Utah was absolutely fire. I sold out of a body bag of merch on the first show. I have to take two body bags now. This nice. is crazy. This is bananas. I brought a body bag to Vegas, sold out on that in the first three shows. It was seven shows. It's like, this is crazy. God bless y'all. Got new merch coming in hot. And uh, what have I heard? I've been in Jordan, Utah. I was in Jordan's Landing. And somebody said, are you supposed to be clean there? It's like a Mormon club. And yeah. I said, well, I don't think so. <laughs> I didn't get the memo. By the way, I hope they're happy because they got a little heroin dick up top. <laughs> I've been writing some new bits. This shit's so hard. <laughs> I got all this new shit. I fucking hate it, man. I'm just like, God. And there's pressure because you're headlining, you know. I got to paint a whole story and kill. And then, uh, you know, you get, you get. I haven't been to any of these places, so I don't feel too bad because it's my old hour. And, uh. You know, I just get in my head artistically, but they have never seen it, you know, so it's fine. But I can't come back and give them the same shit, so I'm just like, all right, new hour, new hour. So I'm working on all this new shit, and I just am like, ugh. You know what I mean? It's This game is hard, man. Anyways, it's all, it's, 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 I'm happy, happy to do it, though. It's just like you, you do it, and I know a lot of other comics are in the same boat. Because we're all hitting like a decade. You know, it takes like a decade to write one good hour. It's crazy. Eight years. Long time. Six to eight years it takes. And then they're like, all right, next hour. And you're like, <laughs> what? Um, obviously, the, the process is going to be substantially faster because we came in green and knew nothing. You know, so it just takes that long to build that for most people. And then after that... Um, there's, you know, there's the Fahim Anwars of the world and Sam Morels and, and Mark Norman. I just mean those guys are just writing machines. Taylor Tomlinson. They just write like an hour a year. And I'm just like, are you guys human? Are you guys human? What the fuck, man? Been writing, writing, writing. And I look at all of it. I'm like, this is trash. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sell my trash. I'm going to dig in. And even, you know, I've said this before, and it's kind of a known fact, but George Carlin, one of the greatest of all times ever to his, in the history to do it, it's he said, it's a famous quote, it takes me two years to write one hour. So the greatest of all time, it took him two years. I better take some peyote <laughs> and accelerate my enlightenment process. Because I got a mountain, another mountain to climb. You just keep climbing mountains. You're just like, hey, God, I'm sick of these fucking mountains, bro. <laughs> how about a little anthill, huh? How about a little, how about a, how about a hill the size of the mole on my Aunt Norma's neck? You know what I mean? <laughs> a step over, that's too big, actually. I take that back. That's a big mole. I'm sorry, Norma. I was just joking. Nobody knows you got a mole. 
Everybody does. <laughs> <laughs> My family always gets mad at me. <laughs> and I don't understand why they're all pussies. If you don't like what I say, <laughs> don't listen to my podcast. I understand if I say your name, you're just like, he said my name. Yeah, what's it to you? What's it to you? So I called you a big fat, so I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Maybe don't eat all those burritos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, just kidding. You can't body shame, you can't body shame. You can do that. Nobody's fat in this country. Not one. <laughs> not one. There's no obesity problem. It's not directly related to the thing, you know, that I don't even want to talk about. <laughs> Dark energy. Bzz. I'll turn. See, I just turn it to another channel. <laughs> oh, look, the beach. Oh, happy over there. Ah, jab city. Ah, we already did it. Get off my back. No. The government cock's coming. It don't matter. It don't matter if you comply or not. They're coming. <laughs> I'm going to go to the beach channel with my gun. <laughs> Come over here, daddy. We got a war to fight. Free doom. Free doom. <laughs> Vegas. I was in Vegas eight days, bro. Wow. Eight days, the guy checking me in, he was gay. He was a little sweet on me. Oh, I love him. He gave me a penthouse suite. No extra charge. I was like, bro, come grab my ass. Come on. Get in here. Fucking bowling ball it, bro. You give me that penthouse? I'm fucking hip. Hey, hey, hey you eating flame rot Cheetos back there? Back it up, sir. Other hand. Other hand. I ain't that crazy. Get your Cheeto fingers out of my bowling ball holes. <laughs> this motherfucker was so cool I yelled at him though This fucking cocksucker He mother this mother, I ain't gonna name him You don't know him anyways Con <laughs> Concierge um, He's like hey he, he he was a fan of mine And he's like he recognized me He said come over here I cut the line It was so cool I felt like fucking VIP which is, you know, when it when you get it, it feels good. And then, you know, we all know the other stories where I can't get a water and get accused of stealing a T-shirt. <laughs> so there's some high high and some low lows, as they say. Anyways, this was a high high. This fool recognized me. Um, and he's like, I want to go to your show. And I was like, yeah, yeah, of course. I'll get you in. And then he gave me a penthouse. <sighs> and... uh it was gorgeous. I got videos. I'll show you the view. And then this this full Oh jeez, I'm gonna throw up. It's the kombucha. Oh yeah. Oh. What's that called? Mother's milk at the bottom? <laughs> the mother. The mother. The mother, <laughs> motherfucker. And then, uh, what was the point of this? So I didn't let him grab my booty. I don't know if he seemed like, I don't know. I should have. I should have offered it. After that <laughs> penthouse, you see the view, you'll understand. You'll be like, oh, I'm straight and I'm married, but yep, for that view, <laughs> come on in, tiger. Let me get the baby oil. <laughs> um, And uh, it was gorgeous. And then I get this full on the guest list of the show, and he rolls up, 
and it's the show starts at eight and it's vegas it's eight to nine twenty it's 80 minute show the club's under contract from mg it's over get them back out there gambling <laughs> we don't fucking play you know i love that about vegas they don't give a fuck who you are show's over <laughs> hey daniel tosh show's over <laughs> get them out it doesn't matter how famous you are sarah silver get off the stage they need to lose and so it's a short show this full show i roll up at like you know 750 and i see the concierge dude walking the wrong way and i was like hey the show's right there he's like oh we're in there we're gonna go get pizza i was like show's starting like what are you doing and then he's like, oh, I was like, all right, you know, bring it in the show, whatever. I don't know. And then, and then come to find out the next day, I was like, did you enjoy the show? And he's like, we missed it. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, we came back at like nine ten. They wouldn't let us in. I was like, yeah, the show's fucking over, dude. And I got, I got <laughs> mad at him and yelled at him. I was like, are you nuts? I was like, that's like going to the movies at eight starts at eight and then leaving right as the show's about <laughs> to start and then coming back at nine twenty when it's over. I was just, I told him, I was like, I'm mad. Like, and I felt bad because he gave me a penthouse. So I, the next day I was like, hey, I'm sorry. You want to go another day? And then he's like, uh, and then I was like, yeah, that was so stupid. You know, I, but I said it with not, we were laughing about it and not anger. First day was anger. I was like, you motherfucker. <laughs> what the fuck? Who does that? Show starts at eight. Come back at nine ten. No, says no one ever. <laughs> and also he works there he knows like this is vegas and maybe other places you know like you go to a rock show the the, the headliner takes a while to come out they got openers but not las vegas it's not like no other place they are got you under contract don't fuck it up we need them losing the money did you see what it built did you see what the losers built that place is Vegas is the most well-oiled, give me all of your money machine I have ever seen in my life. The attention to detail, because I just roam. I'm like an old lady. I don't gamble, I don't party. So I just walk the strip every night and just see them pull out the buffers every night, vacuum, steam clean every day, like two, 3 a.m. The cleaning crew comes out. It's fucking wild, dude. And then, uh, so I would just go I would walk up and down the strip and look at botanical gardens like the, the Bellagio and just look at pretty shit, you know? And, and, I, and I would just go check out hotels. I was hanging with the, the homie who's hosting, uh, Brandon Gooch Han, and uh, we just walked the Waldorf Astoria, smoked weed in the lobby because he had a pen, vape pen, and then ate chips and were laughing and like that. <laughs> That I didn't gamble. I didn't go to the clubs. I could have too. I went to Excess one night. My homie Kenny Taba hooked it up, got us drink tickets. I gave it to Sadie and her uh, girlfriend Juliet and her dude. And you know, it was eighty. It was eighty dollars to get in if you're a dude. If you're a wiener, eighty. If you're a chick, fifty. If you're in between, I don't know, sixty. <laughs> I don't know. You got to talk to them. And then. It was so wild because I'm like, it costs eighty dollars to get in here, and then it's twenty dollars for a beer and like twenty five for a cocktail, and I paid none of that, you know. But if of course I had to, I was like, we're not going there. We're going to fucking In and Out, you know. Burgers on me. I could do that, you know. That place, I'm like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> bottle service, five hundred dollars a bottle. Insanity. 
And so, uh, but I last like 45 minutes to an hour and then I'm like, okay, I'm not on Molly. I got to go. <laughs> and then Zed, uh, Zed seen me perform and, and he, and he, he follows me. He's like a famous DJ, you know, and he was at, uh, the club Saturday. And then I just said, fuck it. I'll hit him up. I'm like, Hey, you want to come to my show? You know? And then he said he was going to come Saturday, but he got caught up because he's, you know, he's famous fuck McGee and he's flying in late and he had a show that night. So it didn't end up happening, but he was so nice. And he like, he, he hit me up. He's like, here, here's come to my show. Here's my number and shit. And he was just so kind. And I was like, that's these motherfuckers are so cool. You know, like, yeah, there's dickheads, but there's so many nice guys. That guy is so famous, so rich. And he's trying to hook me up, you know, and I'm just like, you're so dope. I'm an old lady and I didn't end up going because it's like he goes on at 1.30 to 4.30. Oh. And it's like a party. It's like a rave. You know, it's just it's a and I, I already walked up and down the strip. And if you walk up and down the strip when it's 106 after that, like, yeah, I was like, damn. It's why drugs, you know. It's like God. I wish I had some speed, then I just go to the show. But I was just like, was like, oh, you just. I was done. I didn't end up going, but I just want to say I cannot. He's so kind and thank him enough because he was so cool and was like, yeah, come. You know, I can't make it to your show. Uh, imagine being a famous fuck and just like the fact that he said, I'm so sorry, I can't make it, but come to mind. You know what I mean? He could have just ghosted me. He didn't need to do none of that. So. Shout out to Zed for being cool as fuck. You don't need to make note of that. I don't want to tag him in it and make it look thirsty or some shit. <laughs> this is just love. And then, um, so cut to, I don't know what's up with me and DJs, but so then I go to Wet Republic. My homie Kevin Leos, I called him Jake on accident because I'm a stoner dude, you know, but his <laughs> name is Kevin Leos. And he uh, he's so he's a very kind dude, and he works security for all the artists, you know, and uh, for the Hakkasan group. And he uh, he hooked me up. He's like, come to Wet Republic, the homie Nightmares DJing. And, uh, you know, and then I just got to cut the line. I'm hanging in the DJ booth. I got all the videos, and I'm just like. being a jackass up there once again i last like 45 minutes to an hour because i just don't do drugs and drink and it in that environment you don't have to but let me tell you it helps you know you can enjoy it for a little while and then everything just gets sloppy the the audience you know and it gets too wild you're like you either need to join in or you need to leave you know <laughs> and then so i end up going to the kiddie pool you know the family pool and leaving the dj booth I had to come to the regular pool or I was about to relapse. Oh man, Nightmare. That, that's the DJ's name. I'm, I'm not saying it was a nightmare. You know what I'm saying. That shit was wild, man. That shit was wild. I'm at the kiddie pool. But Nightmare, um, I don't know if he wants to give me his real... I don't know how these guys are with the real name. But anyways, he was also the kindest dude ever. And he was like, thank you so much for coming out to my show. And then he ended up going to my show. And then it's just it's just a trip. It just trips me out. Like these like world famous DJs come to watch my fart jokes. And Eric Griffin, of course, not just me. He was headlining. 
and uh that was my only feature spot this whole year that's crazy <laughs> one feature um and then uh, eric griffin's so funny and so awesome he he's having me on his show thursday at bray improv he's like yeah come on down man it's like fuck yeah bro and then uh it was a good time. The homie Ty Rivera was there. That fool's funny as fuck, dude. He's a fucking firecracker, though. He's feisty. He'll tell you that, too. So it ain't like I'm talking shit. And Eric took us to a fancy restaurant. We all got filet mignon. Eric picked up the bill. And we're like, thanks, Eric. <laughs> I did not want to get that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was just a blast, man. Nightmare was so cool just came to the show and it's just it's it's also just so funny like i don't know what we all expect like all these like i guess me too i've acted like a jackass and then some people may think one thing about me and then they meet me and sometimes i'm very quiet and reserved and calm just depends if i'm high on kombucha and microdosing you know what I'm <laughs> and uh but yeah just meeting these world famous djs that are play monster hits and get everyone going and they're like hey nice to meet you they're just just very calm chill quiet both humble dudes you could just tell there was no flossing and you know homie wore basketball shorts to my show and i was like jeez nightmare you could have got a little dressed <laughs> up i know you're a world famous dj <laughs> <laughs> it was just so cool man and then what else happened las vegas i gotta piss like a motherfucker yeah i'm just an old lady i just like walking to the lobbies and checking out the lobbies Waldorf Astoria, I'm a very disappointed, you know. I I uh I grew up watching Home Alone and the and the Waldorf Astoria, you know, it's world famous. Kevin stays there, it's the fucking glitz and glam. So I was like, I'm gonna go to the Vegas one. The lobby's on the twenty third floor, which is cool and beautiful and all that, but it's like small, it's like nothing. And there's no casino. I think it's just more like rent buy live in, you know, like I mm. think because I was staying at the MGM Signature, which is not the MGM Grand. It's the towers behind it. And those are like, you could own it, you know. It's like condos, hmm. and there's no casino there. The view was beautiful. I'm just saying, like, if you go to the Bellagio lobby or the Wind lobby, it's gardens. It's casino. It's like glitz and glamour. You go to the Waldorf, it's like, it's beautiful view, but there's a sky bar, which is gorgeous, but, like, it's not, it's just like, it's the size of this apartment, not maybe two, but you know what I mean? Like Bellagio is like a football field. Mm -hmm. It's just, it was anticlimactic to the name, you know? I was like, this isn't where Kevin McAllister <laughs> stayed. Oh, was that guy's name? Tim, Tim, Tim Curry? The guy chasing yeah. him? Yeah, rest in peace. I think he passed. I seen him at the comedy store once. Tim Curry, you were great. Rocky Horror Picture Show. Mm -hmm. Clue. Clue. He was in some Halloween movie where he sings. He goes, has anybody seen my tambourine? And he opens up his fucking Dracula cloak. I just remember getting shit-faced and singing that a lot. <laughs> My sister would, too. She'd put on dances and be like, oh. <laughs> say, okay, Dracula. Anyhow, uh, I was there eight days, Las Vegas. And what is weird about that is it was the longest slash 
shortest period of my life, you know? I was like, I was like, this, this is so long, and then it's over. You're like, wow, that went by fast. <laughs> it makes no sense, but I felt both of it. And once again, thank God, because eight days, Brad Garrett, God bless you, man. You take care of us, because that shit, the signature, it's a fucking. I think that room's like five hundred dollars a night. Wow. Not to him, you know. Right. Industry comps, whatever. You know, he's in cahoots. His club's in the MGM. So they get the MGM is probably like six bucks a night, you know, and they charge six hundred. I'm just joking. I don't know the real numbers, guys, uh, but like, it was so nice. They had a stove. I could make popcorn. <laughs> they had a microwave, a fridge, a view, the balcony. Scary. I thought those were illegal. I said it in my stories. <laughs> so. Dark thoughts in Las Vegas. <laughs> Balconies and yeah. They're not, you don't see too many of them anymore. <laughs> Dark days. I have to pee pee so bad. Pee pee break. I drink a lot of pee pee. Hello. I and we're back. Just had to drain the old lizard there. You know what I'm saying? So I'm saying, why does it got to be a lizard? <laughs> it don't have legs. I remember as I was pissing, I looked in the mirror. I'm wearing my buddy Mark Hayes t shirt. And I just want to say, fuck my friend Mark Hayes, that piece <laughs> of shit. This fucking cocksucker put me on his show wins and he goes, oh, sorry, boss. I'm going to tell you a little story. I want you to DM Mark some hate, but with love because he's still my friend and I love him. Um, I just say, hey, fuck face. Be good to Craig. Go after him. I'm just joking, but maybe not. So this fucking <laughs> bastard, he goes, hey, hey, boss, share my flyer to my New York show. You know, help me out. It, it, ticket sales are hard, man. And I was like, I was like, all right, you got a spot for me, motherfucker? You know? <laughs> he goes, okay, Wednesday, 18th. I was like, yeah. And then I shared away, of course. I was like, you got to work the system, man. I don't care if you're my friend. You got to grease the wheel. So cut to, I was like, hey, let me get that flyer for Wednesday. I'll throw it up on my store, you know? And he goes, oh, sorry, boss. I made a mistake. And how about next Wednesday? I'm like, I'm out of town next Wednesday. I'm in. I'm in it frustrates me because I'm in town like four days a month. And I was like, I got four days. Like, give me one this day. Because I can't any other day. And then he's like, oh, I try to get you on Saturday. And then he's like, it's booked. He's like, how about Friday? No confirmation yet. So that's why I was like, fuck this fool. <laughs> Fucking. Yeah, I know you're dealing with famous fucks. But it's just like, hey, man, I'm your friend. I sell a couple tickets. I do my job on the stage. I'm in town one day a month. Give me a fucking spot, bro. <laughs> Come on. And now I'm wearing his t-shirt. That fucker. Oh, sorry, boss. <laughs> do, 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 you fucking Irish piece of shit. I still love him, though. This is, you know, obviously words of hate, but he's my boy. <laughs> I'm just a little mad at him right now because the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. And Laugh Factory spots are like gold, you know. That shit's it's just hot. That room's fucking fire. But, you know, what are you going to do besides talk shit about him on your own podcast <laughs> and wear his t-shirt? So fucking fuck you, Mark Hayes, and I love you. At the same time, you piece of shit. How long we been rolling, man? I'm running on empty. Like the 45 minutes. The kombucha's running thin. Yeah. What else happened on this Las Vegas trip? Did you get a hot dog? Yes. Yes, I did. I went to Dirt Dogs, started in LA as a food truck. Mm. Possibly the best chili cheese dog I've ever had in my life. Nice. 
just imagine uh, if you can even say this, but hot dogs done gourmet style, you know, brioche bun, homemade chili, uh, probably all beef kosher hot dog, not no Farmer John two cents a dog <laughs> shit. And he, and I had two hot dogs. I had the chili cheese dog and the elote hot dog, which is Parmesan cheese. It's like the corn, you know, yeah. a little corn. The elote dog I had a problem with because, like, it just made me want the corn. Yeah. And not, like, I don't want a hot dog and the Mexican corn sold on the street. Like, <laughs> uh, those are separate entities, you know. <laughs> I'll eat the hot dog, and then I'll eat the corn, and they fucked and had a baby <laughs> it was still good but i'm just a weirdo i'm very simple and pure like that like i don't even like 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 creamsicles it's like like orange and cream are separate <laughs> i don't like chili and fruit separate chili on on fucking tacos yeah all day all day burn my asshole baby chili on mango i'm like i just want a mango to be a mango i know i know that's not popular with my Spanish roots, <laughs> Hispanic, and uh, but I just want it separate. So like that was my thoughts on that. Um, I'm just a play. I just want a little ketchup and a little mayonnaise. I'm like a child. Nothing else. On the brioche bun. I uh, went down to Fremont Street once. Vegas. <laughs> <sighs> that shit is fucking nuts imagine venice beach with electricity <laughs> and and it's just venice with gambling and more drugs i would still say los angeles homeless population and problem is 10 times worse but vegas is really really we just have numbers we have volume mm -hmm. They got personality. <laughs> that shit. I was just like, fuck. I don't know what humanity needs to do, but something. This homeless shit is fucking wild, dude. That shit is. Those just needles. Fucking piss shit. Especially there where it's like 100 degrees all the time, yeah. overnight. Yeah. Their homeless is a little bit more cooked. <laughs> <sighs> Keep in mind, I'm in, on the side of let's eradicate homelessness and take care of them. But also, I'm a comedian, so. <laughs> I love how people will blame the comic, comic commenting on homelessness. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My net worth of $6,000 did this. <laughs> you fucks. Not the globalist elite. Not them. Consuming all resources and... Uh, financial resources as well natural and money i want all of it but let's get the comedian commenting on it <laughs> let's take away his two thousand dollars and not the two trillion dollars we live in the upside down but i'm gonna turn it to a different channel and go to positivity let's look at kampucha and titties how about that <laughs> How about that? I don't want to look at how the money just goes to the top and we all keep getting poorer. Anyways. Taxes, am I right? Bullshit. <laughs> Didn't we go over here to get away from that? Income tax, sales tax, dick tax, pussy tax. That tax everything. <laughs> that tax everything.
we got a, a poop story too. Oh, Hunter's, right? Yeah. Nice. I forgot about that. I texted you that? Yeah. Hunter Holt sent in a poop story. And it is right here. I got it. I got it. Boy, I text you a lot. Where is this shit? <laughs> I got it. No, I don't got it. Okay. Oh, and Mark the Shark pooped his pants, too. We got a couple poop stories. You guys, send send the poop stories to Community Service Podcast DM, not Craig P. Conan. You hear me? Community Service. You send it to mine, it's going to get lost. I'm, I'm not that big yet. It's just I can't keep track of this shit, all right? Community Service. Follow the rules or no poop story for you. <laughs> People are like, oh, no. <laughs> Nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> All right. He sent a video of him. Okay. I don't know. He. Oh, my sister's calling me. Ow. <laughs> hey, what's up? I'm I'm, re- I'm recording my podcast. You're on speaker. Oh, never mind. Well, I just bought something off of Facebook and I was right by your house. But... I'll be done in 20 minutes. I'll call you back. I'm, I'm, I'm almost oh, done. Oh, no. I was just going to. Well, come stop by. I'll be done in 10 minutes. All right. All right. Bye. Oh, good. I get to see my family. I'm a family man. Pop quiz. Hot shot. This is Hunter Holt. You're laying in bed cuddling with a new friend. You got a fart, but you can't trust it. On top of that, you don't want to ruin the moment by getting up to leave the room. What do you do? Float the air biscuit and risk shitting in someone else's bed or get up and punish their toilet? I said, new friend, I'm definitely going to punish their toilet. I'm not shitting in someone else's bed. (laughs) And he said, I forgot to mention two very important details. My tummy was full of Taco Bell, and the only usable toilet was right next to the bed. So basically anything I had to do was going to be audible. (laughs) Very important details, you ding dong. I tried holding it for as long as possible. Eventually, I had to make up a reason for why I couldn't spend the night and quickly drove home as I lifted my leg to step out the front door. Front door of my house, a butt bubble snuck out. When I finally got to a toilet, I realized I felt warm and wet. I looked down and noticed there was a trail of brown bread crumbs leading all the way from the front porch to my bathroom. Oh. I proceeded to strip down, begin the shameful cleanup process. During this time, my boyfriend of 10 years decided to wake up, open relationship, nice, uh, decided to wake up and investigate all the noises I was making. He found me naked on my hands and knees with a fistful of shit-stained paper towels and a ball of Lysol. He just looked at me, shook his head, and said, you know we have a bathroom, right? Good stuff, <laughs> bro. I said, can I share this poop story and name you? He said, of course. I would be offended if you didn't. <laughs> and then he sent me a video of the stains on his carpet. He said, I was really hoping the cleaning lady was going to be able to get rid of the shit stain on my bath rug. But looks like someone has to buy a new set of bath rugs. And then he sent me another video. Dude, my homegirl just shit herself on my couch. I just got new bath mats. Now I got to get a new couch? This shit is ridiculous. I said, dude, why are your friends always shitting all over your place? And he said, I think I need new friends. Because that's the second friend he's had shit on his stuff. Plus him shitting on his stuff. (laughs) Crazy. All right. Thank you, Hunter, for your... Okay, so now we got uh, Lund. 
grin. <laughs> Another poopy. And then where's old Marks the Sharks? Hope he wanted to name him too. Just let's just say if you send me a poop story and you don't want to be named, say do not name me. Otherwise you're getting named. Them's the rules. That's it. Name, no name. And community service pod. Here's another poop story. This is from Mark the Shark 86. Here's another poop story and possibly my worst. It was this past Thanksgiving, pandemic Thanksgiving at my parents. And thank God it was just my parents and brother's family. When it came time to take pictures, I had bubble guts as it hits me. I'm not sure why, but their toilet lug isn't very flexible. So I thought if I thought I lifted it, I was pulling my pants down as well. I don't understand that. The toilet lid didn't go up all the way, and I diarrheaed all over the toilet seat lid and splattered <laughs> on the wall. After it was all said and done, I was sweating profusely, and my brother says, you all right? And I said, yeah, I am now. There's nothing worse than shitting on top of the toilet you're going to sit on because you're just... You're just fucked. Because then you just keep spraying because you're not going to sit in it. And then you just create way more of a mess. I've been there three times, man. You're just like, God damn it. I just shit all over where I was going to sit. Now I know how the homeless feel. Call back. I don't know what that was. Well, everybody, I love you all. Thank you for listening to Community Service Podcast. Thank you, Jake Podcast Sign Guy. We'll include his link to his website if you need anything made. Hit this guy up. He makes legit shit. Fuck this shit. Did that get in the shot? A little bit. Good. That's the old sign. It's the new I can't even lift it. Real strong. Made of wood. My name's Chubbs. And uh yeah, I love you all. Like and subscribe. Let's share my shit. You know, uh things are going very well, but I would like for them to go even more well. And uh, I love you all. Send your poop stories to communityservicepod at gmail.com or communityservicepod Instagram account DM. And keep sending them poop stories. It seems to be the same poopers sending in different poop stories. <laughs> a lot of, a lot of, and if you want to remain anonymous, I would respect that. Just say anonymous. And I will tell your poop story. And I love you all. It's been a wild ride, and I appreciate you, and, and thank you for everything. Thanks for coming to my shows. Next dates, I got uh, Chicago, Royal Oak, San Diego, um, fucking Canada, Vancouver, Canada, St. Louis Obispo. What's after St. Louis Obispo right there? Rehab? That's a rehab show. I can't promote that one. They're private. Buffalo, New York, Albany, Connecticut, Boston. I'm coming. Ticket links, CraigConnett.com. I love you all. Go suck some titties no matter whose they are. I mean, it's consent. You know, I meant if it's like male or female or whatever. You know, that's <laughs> what I meant by that. And uh, yeah, suck on your man's titties. Suck <laughs> on your woman's titties. And I love you all. I'll have a good day. Bye-bye. <laughs>